The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, like Barry Manilow said, looks like we made it. It's Friday. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, September 30th, 2022, Friday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Jerome, priest and doctor of the Church. Born in 345, a scripture scholar. He translated most of the Old Testament from the Hebrew He also wrote commentaries, which are a great source of inspiration for us today. He was an avid student, a thorough scholar, a prodigious letter writer, and a consultant to monk, bishop, and pope. St. Augustine said, What Jerome is ignorant of, no mortal mortal has ever known. St. Jerome is known especially for having made a translation of the Bible, which came to be known as the Vulgate. The Council of Trent called for a new and corrected edition of the Vulgate and declared it the authentic text to be used in the church. He traveled extensively to Palestine, marking each spot of Christ's life with an outpouring of devotion. He spent five years in the desert so that he might give himself up to prayer, penance, and study. Finally, Jerome settled in Bethlehem, where he lived in the cave believed to have been the birthplace of Christ. Jerome died in Bethlehem. His remains are now buried in the Basilica of St. Mary Major in Rome. Jerome died in 420. St. Jerome, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Let's begin from the last verse of today's Gospel. He who hears you, hears me. What a privileged moment to listen to Jesus directly at this moment. And for me, what a sense of responsibility, like for every preacher, to lend his voice to our Lord at the same time as each of us hears Jesus. Now these days as schools are resuming, some teachers will dread the constant cry of keep quiet, keep quiet, which they find themselves repeating many times 
during the day, in the week, and so on. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. In fact, for the teachers, it can be a good human reminder for the presence of God. Keep quiet. Depending on the age group or gender, some students can be noisier than others. For that, some teachers actually never forget the names of those students that disturb most. Maybe you think of certain names in your own class. Naughty boys, naughty girls. This is not time to criticize. It's just an observation. In fact, I remember one. Let's pray for them. I may even be one of the naughty ones. When I hear Jesus today in the gospel categorically call some cities by name, it makes me think of what every teacher goes through these days. Keep quiet. Hello, keep quiet. Add your name. Here is Jesus' version. Woo to you, Chorazin. Woo to you, Bethsaida. Woo to you, Chorazin. Woo to you, Bethsaida. You could say that these are the naughty students of Jesus. By name, Chorazin and Bethsaida, for now. Both St. Luke and St. Matthew in their Gospel accounts did not forget these names mentioned by our Lord as tough places for the preacher. Both cities, Chorazin, Bethsaida, are by the shores of the lake of Genesaret. Think of port cities. Woo to you, Chorazin. Woo to you, Bethsaida. Now, Lord, we've even gone to include Capernaum. Jesus, these people really got on your nerves. Why is Jesus displeased with these cities? But why? Jesus goes on to say, For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. St. Matthew tells us that Jesus began to upbraid the cities where most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. This provides a good context for what follows, actually what we will be privileged to hear in tomorrow's Gospel of Jesus' satisfaction with those ones who have imbibed his teaching, the babes. I thank you, Father, that you have revealed these things to babes. In that way, one can appreciate the contrast between the naughtiness of Chorazin and Bethsaida, these people, and the babes of tomorrow's gospel. Chorazin and Bethsaida have displeased our Lord by their own repentance. What can be done then? How much it will please Jesus when any of us, having been rebellious, return to show remorse and mend our ways? Likewise, it pleases a teacher that a student apologizes for bad behavior, promising to improve his or her character. The same follows at home when any offender simply apologizes for misconduct. Now let's all practice this returning to show repentance and show that determination to improve our conduct. It's also time to practice the virtue of docility that enables us to adhere to what is being said to us for our own good very key for spiritual guidance. As a good teacher, Jesus, you go on to one of the consequences of not listening. But it shall be more tolerable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you, still referring to these naughty people, Chorazin and Bethsaida. Well, a teacher wants anyone who does not adhere to instruction could be heading to failure, perhaps because he's blind or she is blind to key information that is needed to succeed. Hence, on judgment day, say, school exam, life experience, but above all, on God's judgment, failure awaits the naughty ones.
I hope Jesus that Corazine, Bethsaida, Naughty Ones take correction as from today. Who to you, Corazine? Who to you, Bethsaida? You two and I, even though it may sound for us as keep quiet, keep quiet. We want to take correction whenever we receive it. But let's think of Simon Peter. He's the disciple whom the Lord corrects most in the gospel. In fact, the most beaten, we might say. The Lord is constantly correcting him until the last moment. He tells him, follow me. Why ask me about John? Follow me. We also told by tradition that Simon Peter, at a point, was given up and was fleeing from Rome, only to realize that he returned and was crucified upside down. The sign of Peter crucified upside down, perhaps, is the most eloquent of this receptacle of a hard head, which, in order to be merciful, turns downwards even while giving the supreme testimony of love for his Lord. Peter does not want to end his life by saying, I have learned my lesson, but by saying, since my head will never learn, I put it down, prefers to be crucified upside down. Now at the top, the feet that the Lord washed is what shows. Those feet are for Peter, the receptacle through which he receives the mercy of his friend and our Lord. Jesus, maybe I think that the good habit of listening to the teacher, to the preacher, is impossible for some people. But we have good examples, other good examples. St. Jerome, the one we are celebrating today all over the church, has been outstanding for his learning and expertise in scriptural texts and interpretation. Another example is Blessed Carla Acutis, remarkable for his good conduct towards his parents and house helps. St. Teresa of the Child Jesus, who lived the little way of complete trust in Jesus' love and her superiors. Blessed Alvaro del Portillo acknowledged as a very happy and studious child who never caused problems. He was affectionate, straightforward, happy, responsible and kind, as the testimony goes. We can look at Our Lady, who listened attentively and uttered her yes. Pope Francis encourages every person to learn from her how to say yes to the stubborn endurance and creativity of those who, undaunted, are ever ready to start over again. It's time to repent, taking correction. Finally, Jesus, you are a model of listening. Have you subjected yourself to the guidance of Mary and Joseph? We ask that both of them obtain for us the grace of repentance such that we may please you always. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, September 30th, 2022, the Memorial of St. Jerome. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray. We join the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. 
Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea; it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning. Is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. 
Alleluia. Punish me. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, do do not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, There is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not not punish me. me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. 
all my body is sick, spent and utterly crushed, I cry aloud in anguish of heart. Oh, Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light is gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plod against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess, I confess my, my guilt to you, Lord. Do not, not abandon me, for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O oh Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O oh Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, now, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I confess, I confess my, my guilt to you, Lord. Do not, not abandon me, for you are my Savior. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. Be imitators of me, my brothers. Take as your guide those who follow the example we set. Unfortunately, many go about in a way which shows them to be enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often said this to you before. This time, I say it with tears. Such as these will end in disaster.
Their God is their belly, and their glory is their shame. I'm talking about those who are set upon the things of this world. As you well know, we have our citizenship in heaven. It is from there that we eagerly await the coming of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will give a new form to this lowly body of ours and remake it according to the pattern of his glorified body by his power to subject everything to himself. For these reasons, my brothers, you whom I so love and long for, you who are my joy and my crown, continue, my dear ones, to stand firm in the Lord. I plead with Evodia, just as I do with Synthese, come to some mutual understanding in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you too, my dependable fellow worker, to go to their aid. They have struggled at my side in promoting the gospel, along with Clement and the others who have labored with me, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord, always. I say it again, rejoice. Everyone should see how unselfish you are. The Lord is near. Dismiss all anxiety from your minds. Present your needs to God in every form of prayer and in petitions full of gratitude. Then God's own peace, which is beyond all understanding, will stand guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, my brothers, your thoughts should be wholly directed to all that is true, all that deserve respect, all that is honest, pure, admirable, decent, virtuous, or worthy of praise. Live according to what you have learned and accepted, what you have heard me say and seen me do. Then will the God of peace be with you. The Word of the Lord. I urge you in the Lord's name to stop living as pagans live with their worthless concern. Always seek to do what is best for one another and for everyone. For, for this, this is what, what God, God wants you to do, do in, in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, pray constantly, and always give thanks. For, For this, this is, is what, what God, God wants, wants you to do in Christ Jesus. A reading from the Prologue of the Commentary on Isaiah by St. Jerome, Priest I interpret as I should, following the command of Christ, search the Scriptures, and seek, and you shall find. Christ will not say to me what he said to the Jews. You erred, not knowing the Scriptures, and not knowing the power of God. For if, as Paul says, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, and if the man who does not know Scripture does not know the power and wisdom of God, then ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Therefore I will imitate the head of the household, who brings out of his storehouse things both new and old and say to his spouse in the Song of Songs, 
I have kept for you things new and old, my beloved. In this way, permit me to explain Isaiah, showing that he was not only a prophet, but an evangelist and an apostle as well. For he says about himself and the other evangelists, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news, of those who announce peace. And God speaks to him as if he were an apostle. Whom shall I send? Who will go to my people? And he answers, Here I am. Send me. No one should think that I mean to explain the entire subject matter of this great book of Scripture in one brief sermon, since it contains all the mysteries of the Lord. It prophesies that Emmanuel is to be born of a virgin and accomplish marvelous works and signs. It predicts his death, burial, and resurrection from the dead as the Savior of all men. I need say nothing about the natural sciences, ethics, and logic. Whatever is proper to Holy Scripture, whatever can be expressed in human language and understood by the human mind, is contained in the book of Isaiah. Of these mysteries the author himself testifies when he writes, You shall be given a vision of all things, like words in a sealed scroll. When they give the writings to a wise man, they will say, Read this. And he will reply, I cannot, for it is sealed. And when the scroll is given to an uneducated man, and he is told, Read this, he will reply, I do not know how to read. Should this argument appear weak to anyone, let him listen to the apostle. Let two or three prophets speak, and let others interpret. If, however, a revelation should come to one of those who are seated there, let the first one be quiet. How can they be silent, since it depends on the Spirit who speaks through his prophets whether they remain silent or speak? If they understood what they were saying, all things would be full of wisdom and knowledge. But it was not the air vibrating with the human voice that reached their ears, but rather it was God speaking within the soul of the prophets, just as another prophet says, It is an angel who spoke in me, and again, crying out in our hearts, Abba, Father, and I shall listen to what the Lord God says within me. All Scripture is inspired by God and is valuable for teaching and for showing the way to holiness. So that the man of God might become fully qualified and equipped for every good work. The wise son is one who keeps God's law. So that the man of God might become fully qualified and equipped for every good work. Let us pray. O God, who gave the priest St. Jerome a living and tender love for sacred scripture, grant that your people may be ever more fruitfully nourished by your word and find in it the fount of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes. In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Jerome, priest and doctor of the church. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord chastises whole cities. From the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's talk mortification. It's a good thing. We should practice it often. And we don't have any shortage of opportunities to do so. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Anyone who intends to live his Christian faith seriously needs to put off the old nature with its practices. This old nature consists in the variety of bad inclinations we have inherited from Adam. It is the triple concupiscence which we need to control through the exercise of mortification. Mortification is not recommended as a negative action. On the contrary, it is meant to rejuvenate the soul. Mortification makes the soul better disposed to receive supernatural gifts. It also helps us to make reparation for our past sins. This is why we frequently pray to the Lord to grant us a time of true penance and reformation of life. By means of the communion of saints, we give help and strength to other members of the mystical body, which is the Church. There are three main areas for daily mortification in our ordinary lives. First of all, there is the heartfelt and serene acceptance of the contradictions each day brings. In most cases, this refers to the very small things that crop up unexpectedly and that force us to change our plans or adjust our expectations. One example might be a minor illness that interferes with our performance at work or affects family life. Other examples would include having to put up with inclement weather, heavy traffic, the difficult personality of a colleague at work. These circumstances are beyond our personal control. We have got to see them as providing opportunities to love God even more. None of these problems should take away our peace and joy. If these small contradictions are not accepted for the sake of love, they will only succeed in making people become frustrated and irritable. The great majority of our frustrations come from small contradictions which we have not accepted, rather than from major disasters. The person who lies awake at night, who is gloomy, who is in a bad humor, has usually not suffered some great blow. He has simply been unable to turn small setbacks into encounters with God. Such a one loses many chances to grow in virtue. In addition, 
When the soul gets into the habit of accepting small reverses as divine favors, it becomes better prepared to face more serious trials in union with the Lord. God came into the world to provide a healing remedy for the root of all our rebellion and misery. He destroyed many things as useless obstacles, but chose to leave pain intact. He did not take away pain, but gave it a new meaning. He could have chosen a thousand different ways to accomplish the redemption of the human race, but he chose the cross. It was by this path that he has led his mother Mary, Joseph, the apostles, and all the sons of God. The Lord allows evil to exist, and he draws out good for our souls from it. Let us be sure to convert setbacks into occasions of interior growth. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. 
In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet... Will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God? God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. 
He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. O praise praise the the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem! A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let Let the the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth the the wisdom wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who gave the priest St. Jerome a living and tender love for sacred scripture, grant that your people may be ever more fruitfully nourished by your word and find in it the fount of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time is running out. If you want a free copy of Patrick Madrid's new book, Inquisition, that's with a Z. Test your knowledge of the Catholic faith. Have fun quizzing your family and friends. It's totally free. No shipping or handling charges. Just go to relevantradio.com slash quiz. Morning air is coming right up. Patrick will be along a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.